Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast Asian American. Today's podcast is going to be about a story about how I became a speaker at API rallies and spread the word about stopping API hate. This is not something easy. It takes a lot of persistence and determination. As some of you might know, I was not someone who was very good at speaking publicly. In fact, I was a very shy individual. Growing up, I had some issues with my speech and that definitely did not uh, boost my confidence. So at the beginning of this story, I was nobody. I was a normal kid in a normal town and I didn't really care about public issues. I started with nothing. I didn't know anyone who was involved and I kind of slowly slipped into the group. Fast forward to freshman year in high school. I started a club called the Asian Students Union, as some of you might know. I was the president and founder, but I didn't really do much about public issues related to Asian identifying individuals. It was a club where I built a community. But this changed in my junior year when the coronavirus started and API hate increased extremely to a point where I was feeling threatened. This caused me to want to do something about it but I didn't know where quite to start. I didn't know anyone and it's not like anyone would just like easily go up to you and just like give you an opportunity. Um, like, me- like many things, you have to be organized, you have to like put yourself out there and um, you ultimately have to have an audience just like the one here. Um, so the first thing what I did was I contacted an API group API parent group in my school district. I didn't know what to do, so I kind of sent them an email. We were both fairly new groups, so I was just like wondering if I could do anything for them, if I could help, if I can volunteer. And this is when I started having meetings and like exchanging emails with this group. And we talked about current events and problems. I know some of you guys might be thinking right now, we don't have an API parent group for our district, and that's okay. You can still reach out to other local organizations and start events like this. Um, Especially where I live in the Bay Area, there's a whole bunch, and you can easily find one. Um, In these meetings I had, uh, we came up with ideas to diversify the school district as well as spread awareness. The key to having these meetings for me was to set them up myself and asking them to join. Um, having them setting it up was a little difficult and it doesn't, doesn't really work with your own schedule. So I kind of recommend you to try setting it up yourself. Um, yeah, but these meetings ultimately ended up with uh, an idea of having a rally. Um, in, our, in this rally, our district, API parent group, and Asian Students Union uh, came together and created a successful rally. Uh, many people from our community came, and the most powerful thing I did was send emails to our schools, teachers, and staffs about this event, and it really publicized within like a couple days. In this first rally, I unfortunately did not speak because I was shy and fairly new to the idea of speaking to hundreds of individuals, but this event did get me in touch with many other organizations. These groups included activist groups, other parent groups, and other clubs at my school. 
Uh, when going to these events, I would recommend you to look at who's hosting these events. Note their contact information. The power of social media is incredible. You can just directly message them or email them asking if you could speak or help or just do anything like volunteering and they would most likely say yes. Um, they would definitely be delighted to have you. Especially if you're like a dedicated, determined student who really cares about the community and uh, local issues. So don't be afraid to ask. The worst they can say is no, and you could always move on to the next organization or a next group. And the chances of all the organizations saying no is extremely low, so just like put yourself out there and send emails. It's as simple as that. So back to the story. So a week after the rally, I got an email from another organization and they asked me to speak at the rally they were holding in their city and some neighboring cities which included the city I live in. Um, please be careful about these organizations though because they're ran by adults and you don't quite know them so they're strangers so you should be cautious about who's contacting you. But this one was a great opportunity for me and um, I obviously wasn't like forced into this situation or anything, I just wanted to do it. So um, this email was really big and I did not decline or um, decide not to speak this time. Um, so yeah, the event was technically handed to me, but yeah, I think this was through some connections people had and I was really grateful for it. So I took this opportunity and ran with it. I know some of you might be thinking what exactly to write on your like speech and that doesn't quite matter. Um, I had the exact same question when, when I was deciding what to speak about and it really doesn't matter. Like really being there and representing your identity is meaningful alone and your speech as long as like it's sharing narratives and like a strong message like you're in good hands. Like don't worry about messing up or grammatical errors. Like no one pays attention to that. What matters is your message and the audience will always like support you no matter what, how poorly you do. Like I did really bad on my first speech but everyone was supportive, everybody clapped and they were like cheering you on which is great. And yeah, just like I said, like make sure your message is said. Like whatever you want to say, just say it. Don't be too afraid about what people think. Um, so after that, um, some of you guys might be thinking maybe maybe I stopped um, doing stuff, but I really didn't. Um, the opportunities just kept on coming in and in. Um, yeah, so I thought I was peaking because I spoke in front of hundreds of people, but the opportunities just kept on going in. Um, after that, I decided that I wanted to do something with my own school because most of these were just like community events and I didn't really do anything for the school. And because of that, um, I kind of set an event for school. Being online, I felt like I didn't have a connection with anyone at my school and I didn't really know how people were feeling about like the recent hate crimes. And I created this event so other people can speak about their feelings and stuff like that. So what I did was I teamed up with other groups and clubs at my school. These include other ethnic, group, ethnic clubs and uh, activist groups. Uh, 
and I brought them all together in a meeting and explained how I wanted to do something about the recent events. And this is exactly where um, the idea of having a school-wide forum came up. To be honest, I've never hosted a forum, so I didn't know what I didn't know what to think about it, but I went with it. So yeah, I didn't know how to run it. I didn't know what the structure should look like. So the first thing I did when we chose to do a forum is I went on I went onto the internet and I searched things up. Thankfully, the internet is filled with ideas and I totally utilized them. Um, I also invited other organizations and groups that have already hosted forums to help me give uh, structure to the forum and to get advice about like how exactly to run forums smoothly and how to run them effectively. So this included lots of planning, and but the planning was all worth it. And I was really able to like spread the news, the narratives, and I also was able to MC the forum, which was something I've never did, and it gave me a lot of confidence and experience. So overall, the forum was a success. Um, I can give you more details about it in later podcasts and like how exactly I did it, but yeah, we had like hundreds of people from my school come in and talk about their feelings about like recent racial events or recent uh, API hate crimes. And I also was able to put myself out there as a speaker, as uh, along with like a whole bunch of other speakers, which were uh, seniors and uh, underclassmen. And we just got like a huge variety of speakers to all come in and talk, which was super awesome. And I technically just made this forum for my own self, like for um, the people that identify similarly with me and I just kind of used that platform to talk about what I, what I also wanted to talk about and ultimately with the right people and the right organizations and right um, people overall you can do anything like this like a forum and it's pretty simple um, yeah and obviously I did not stop after that uh, the opportunities just came in and in and it was just like endless uh people started to email me it was a a lot of emailing but it was also a fun experience um i was able to go to like a bunch of board meetings in my school district to pass resolutions i was able i was able to uh help and also set up uh, many workshops to educate people about api crime and I even helped to promote many events um, in my local area, such as like rallies, uh, just like Zoom uh, talks, and like sharing authors and stuff like that, and sharing narratives. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so the opportunities were endless once I got involved. And if I talked about all these events I had, uh, the podcast will go on and on, so for these for this podcast, I will not go into like all the other events that I did on this journey, but uh, yeah, I'll talk about them in later podcasts if you want me to. So the key word advice for like talking and like being a speaker is that you don't have to be special or talented to speak or to like take part in rallies or be an activist. You don't need to have connections. You just have to make sure you make the connections 
like I started off with zero, but as I started to talk to people and meet up with different organizations, I was able to uh, get myself out there and really like talk at different forums and promote different events and make a huge impact. Um, obviously, anyone can be the future activism and fighting for rights. Uh, it could be you. Uh, I wasn't someone who thought I would be able to do this stuff, but overall, as time passed and as I helped in multiple events, I became that person. Um, yeah, and for the majority of the events, I didn't even tell anyone that I was the president of ASU or that I had a statewide organization called Cal ASA. I just introduced myself as a high school student who wanted to share their message and just talk about my narrative. And the key idea is just don't be scared to put yourself out there. Like people will always support you and um, your mistakes won't be remembered forever. Like, but your message will. So that is what is important. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that story. I hope it inspired you to make a change and put yourself out there. You don't have to be special, just be yourself. And yeah, that was just a short summary of my journey. And I can go into further depths forever. Um, I might do that in future podcasts. But yeah, I hope you continue listening to these podcasts and stay tuned for more exciting episodes. Um, they're just going to get better and better from now. And next week, I'll share you um, a little expert or just my whole speech, I guess, of yeah, one of the speeches I did at one of the rallies. So yeah, thank you for tuning in today.